0: to She Speaks with Yana Me podcast, presented by She3, offering relatable, healing, and authentic content. In today's episode 101, we will talk about the struggles of being a mom. I'm your host, and you are listening to She Speaks with Yana Me. Throughout this series, I will be covering a wide range of topics, such as toxic relationships, communication, maintaining relationships with other women, healthy mother-daughter relationships, dating, trauma, boundaries, and many other topics as it relates to and affects the mother-daughter relationship. Motherhood is a different experience for everyone. Movies and TV shows gives a glamorization, the impression and expectation that being a mother is awesome, amazing, little to no stress and frustration, that there is so much satisfaction and gratification you get from being a mom. For many women, it is a joyful experience. And for many other women, it's not. There are many different reasons and situations a woman enters motherhood, be it willingly, unexpected, or forced through trauma. The reasons and situations you've entered motherhood has a strong effect on how you mother your kids. The experiences you have as a child with your own mom affects how you mother your kids. Your ideas of what being a mother is comes from the mother you had or the mother you wish you had. My ideas of being a mother came from my relationship with my own mom, as well as TV shows and movies that I watched. All women parents and styles are influenced by the mother they had or the mother figure who raised them. Every woman I know has said, I'll never do this like my mom did, or I'll never treat my kids like my mom treated me, or I'll never talk to my kids the way that my mom talked to me, and so on. And many times, she becomes a mother that repeats almost exactly the same things her mother did. Think about some of the things you said you would never do when you had kids, and then ask yourself, are you repeating the same behaviors, the same actions? How much of your mom is in you when you speak to your kids? So some of the things I said that I would never do as a mom is I want to make my kids stay in the house and not be able to go anywhere. I would allow them to ask me why, and I would also let them say the word lie, right? So let's start with lie. Lie is considered a curse word in many of the African-American households. I can't really speak for any other household because I'm African-American. So that's all I know. We weren't allowed to say the word lie. It was considered disrespectful and it was too strong of a word for kids to use. Well, that one I actually stuck with and I don't allow my kids to say lie. Even though I know it's not a curse word, it's not a bad word. It's absolutely okay to say it's a struggle of mine. And so we just say tell a story instead. As it relates to asking the question of why, you know, we weren't allowed to ask why. If my mom told us that we couldn't do anything or you couldn't go here or you couldn't have this, I wasn't allowed to ask why because why was considered disrespectful. And you will always get the answer because I said so, right? Sounds pretty familiar, doesn't it? Um, So I allow my kids to ask why. That's the one thing I did do differently for sure is I let them ask why. I feel like growing up that way, once I got into adulthood, I didn't ask the right questions, and I was scared to ask why, so I ended up doing things that I didn't want to do, and just what people told me to do because they said it, and I was afraid to ask why, and I was also afraid to say no, because as a kid, you have to do what you're told to do regardless of if you want to or not, and so those two things played a really big role in my transition from a child to an adult. And so that was something I said I would do differently, and I have. The other thing that I said I would never do is I would never not let my kids go somewhere. Now, this was an even bigger struggle for me. My mom didn't let me go anywhere, right? Like I said, I couldn't go to school dances. I couldn't participate on any of the sports teams because they got me home too late, right? And she had this big fear. I don't know what caused her fear but she had a really big fear. I didn't know what caused it back then. Now I know. And so in a later episode, I'll talk more about that and about trauma and parenting and how it affects your kids. So I wasn't allowed to go anywhere or do anything. So when I have my own kids, you know, they have friends who houses they want to spend a night over, and it's been a really hard tug of war with myself, but I've been able to manage it overcome it for the most part, and let them go and enjoy themselves with their friends. Whether it be spending the night, going to the mall, and just those different things, but it took some time. Because what I was used to growing up was being told, no, you can't go. I spent many a time just in the house, watching TV, writing in my journal, looking at the ceiling, sitting on a porch, or talking on the phone with my friends because that was as much as I could do. I talk to my mom all the time about how she grew up, and we talk about how she raised us. You know, I asked her, hey, mom, how was it when you were being raised by grandma? What were some things that she did? You know, how did that influence you being my mom? And I asked her, was my grandma a cusser? My mom is a cusser, right? And so, so am I, but I'm doing good with decreasing my cussing, but she's a cusser. And she doesn't mean anything by it, but she just uses a lot of profanity. And I learned to use a lot of profanity, you know, and that is something hard to shake as well. So, whether you go towards it or you run from it, regardless of anything, how you were raised greatly influences how you raise your kids, good or bad. I spoke earlier about women who enjoy parenthood And women who do not enjoy parenthood. So this is a really, you know, sensitive area for some people. And it's also a topic that some women find it very hard to understand, right? So I will have to admit I had my own biases and I was stuck in a certain way of thinking. I couldn't understand why a close friend of mine felt a certain way about being a mother. She didn't enjoy it. She doesn't enjoy it. and But back then, it was really hard for me to grasp. like Because I enjoy being a mom, right? I love it. Everything about it, I love being a mom. Even on my most hectic days, my most stressful days, dealing with a grown daughter, a teenage daughter, who have attitudes out of this world, and we clash, and I just want to shake the mess out of them. I still love being a mom. And I still love being their mom. So when me and her would have discussions about how she felt about motherhood, it was really hard for me. And I had to get past and get out of my own way of thinking when it came to it. Everyone is different. And everyone's experience with being a mom is not the same. And me and her talked. You know, she became a mother at 18 years old. And she told me, my son was born and the path I had planned for myself completely changed. The overwhelming feeling of your decisions affecting another person's existence consumed me. I have six living children and one angel baby. I am the birth mother to a child given up for adoption. Being a mother to me is all sacrifice. It's not satisfying or enjoyable. My kids have been lessons for my life. No doubt I made the best decisions possible because of the undying love and loyalty I feel for these kids. And I get it. I completely get it now, even though I didn't get it back then. You know, it took a while of just interacting with other mothers and realizing other people's circumstances. Your circumstances affects how you feel about being a mom. If you're not in the best position to be a mom, be it emotionally, physically, or financially, being a mom will become draining and frustrating and tiresome. a task or a job that you don't really want to do, but you have to do because who else is going to do it for you. And the thing is, no one really talks about the fact that motherhood is not enjoyable for everyone. No one talks about the sacrifices women have to make when they become mothers. No one wants to talk about motherhood in a negative way. Because you know, a lot of people, you know, feel like well, being a mother is a blessing and your kids and not to be here and you should be happy that you're able to have kids and there's people who can't have kids. And although all of this is indeed true, as far as there is women who can't have kids that wish they could have your kids and, you know, things around that of that nature, it's also true that motherhood is not always enjoyable. You know, you have someone depending on you for everything. And you have to think about the decisions that you're going to make and hoping that it doesn't ruin them and damage them in any way. And those are really big burdens to carry. And when you don't enjoy being a mother, how do you think that affects your kids? What do you think they get from that? How do you think they feel? You know, when we're not enjoying something, no matter What type of face, front, we try to put forth. Your kids can still feel how you feel. They can feel unwanted. They can feel like they are a burden. They can feel like she just never wants to be bothered with me. Do I irritate her that much? And if your child experiences any of these feelings, it can affect their relationship with you. It can affect how they communicate with you. If they choose to talk to you, tell you what's going on in their life, or become distant and keep everything in because, well, does she really want to know? Does she really feel like being bothered? Should I even waste my time? We never know how our communication of something, or whether it be with verbal or body language, affects what, someone else wants to say to us when it comes down to being a mom it comes down to being aware aware of the things that you say aware of the things that you do aware of how your actions affect your kids and affect your relationship with your kids sometimes it's not okay to do and say certain things just because we're the parents and we feel like we're old and deserve a certain amount of respect, which is true, but it doesn't give us the pass to do and say things that will damage our kids or damage our relationships with our kids. It's a fine line, but it's one that we need to be aware of and one that we need to be practicing daily to make sure that we're not messing up. I know you're thinking, Yana. You say that like it's easy, like it's an easy task to do, and it's not. And I get it. I know that it's not. It's a continuous process that we grow and learn through. But awareness is key. If you want to get better at things, if you want to do the right thing, if you want to prevent damage and anything like that, you have to be aware of what you're doing and how you're doing it. So one of the main things I want you to take away from the introduction episode today is awareness, making the effort to become self aware, becoming aware of the decisions that you make, the conversations that you have, the actions that you take, and how they may or currently is impacting your relationship with your child. A mother holds the most significant influence in their children's lives. They are their kids' first teacher in all areas. The relationship's impact is huge. Next week's episode, we'll be talking about generational parenting and its effects on the mother-daughter relationship. Thank you for sticking out and tuning in, listening to She Speaks with Yana Mi.